0: Hello brothers and sisters, I'm glad to be with you one more time for another week of teaching. This week we're going to talk about dominion. <clears throat> we're talking about dominion. Father, I'm so happy to be able, Lord, to live and to bring these messages, Lord, to my brothers and sisters, Lord. To study the word with them, to instruct, Lord, to teach, to be a blessing. Father, I ask, Lord, that you renew that. you renew the strength and the youth of the ones that are listening to me. And Lord, the ones that are sick, the ones that have gotten a bad report. Father, I ask that you release your words this week to encourage them. For Lord, it is you, Lord, who is at work within me, both to will and to do your good pleasure. It is you that is at work within them that are hearing my words, both to will and to do your good pleasure. So, Lord, move, Lord, upon these series of words, Lord Jesus, these series of messages, Lord, to enhance the ability, Lord, of your people, Lord, to do your divine will in the name of the Lord Jesus. Well, you know, the word dominion, you know, I looked it up. And it means to control, you know, to dominate. You know, I didn't write the definition down, but you can look it up. I challenge you when you um, read the Bible, start to look up common words that you know the definition of. Just look that word up again because God is trying to enhance your understanding of what he is saying to you. And when you get a good understanding, you're going to be able to bring heaven to earth, which is why we were sent here. You know, the Lord been ringing in my spirit that we are ambassadors of Christ. And we know that the word ambassador is a representative from another country that is in a foreign land. We have ambassadors in countries all over the world. Other countries have ambassadors in our country. And the ambassador speaks on behalf of that country. And when we are an ambassador of Christ, that means we speak on behalf of heaven. And you know, heaven is not a Democrat or a a Republican. Heaven is for heaven. See, See, the laws of heaven and the precepts of heaven don't change based on the platform of a religious or secular party. The precepts of heaven is forever settled. And those precepts are written in the Holy Scriptures. It is written in the Bible. And God lets you know how heaven is ran, and it is ran according to the Scriptures. It's not a a democracy. I know know a lot of people be shocked to uh, know that uh, God is not just for the United States. He's not just for Israel. God is for God. If you notice, if if Israel got out of line, God got out of line with them. And the same thing with America. If America get out of line, God will get out of line with America. If Russia, Ukraine, anybody, for that matter, France, Great Britain, if they get out of line, God will get out of line with them. Because God is on the side of God. (laughs) I I mean, I understand that. So, you know, if you'll notice your politicians, sometimes they'll get out of line here and they'll get out of line there because they who they are but God is not swayed by the um by the uh what you call that thing where they take a poll he's not swayed by the polls if if eight nine eight percent of it of other people disagree with God's word 98 percent of the people would be wrong. And the two would be right. You know, just like Caleb and Joshua uh, agree with God and the other 10 didn't. Well, see, the majority was wrong. So God is on the side of God. But God has given us the ability to dominate. As long as we on God's side, as long as we bring in his words. When you see, God says, I give you an example. God says, by his stripes, you are healed. As long as you agree with his words, you are healed. Now, it could be a a fact that you might have a sickness. But the truth is that you're healed. So you take the truth and drive the fact away. How many understand that? Uh, uh, Let's suppose somebody invaded Israel. It could be a fact that somebody invaded Israel and taken half of the country. But the truth of the matter is that God gave that land to the Jews and you can take the truth and decree the truth and God will strengthen your army and drive the uh, the enemies out. That's how it works. It works like that in 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 your bodies. It worked like that in the natural. You take the truth and drive the facts away. See, a fact could be you might only have $10 in your bank account. But the truth is God supplied all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So you take the word of God and you drive the facts out with the truth and make the truth become the facts also. Genesis 1 and at verse 1, it says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So we learn that God is a, Master creator. Now, let's drop down. We noted that he created the heaven and the earth, and if you keep reading, you will learn that he spoke these things in existence. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He spoke it into existence. Well, at the 26th verse, it says, and God said, Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. So if you are made in the image of God and after God's likeness, what does that mean? Well, we know from scriptures that God is a spirit. Jesus Jesus said that. He said God is a spirit and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, you know, a spirit is not discerned in this realm unless you're looking in the realm of the spirit. That's why one place Elijah could see the angels, but his companion couldn't. It was because Elijah was seeing the angels in the realm of the spirit and his companion didn't have that ability yet to see in the realm of the spirit until Elijah imparted that gift unto him. I'm going to tell you all this. Any kind of gift you have is able to be imparted to somebody else by you praying for them. Yes, if you certain gifts you might have, certain abilities you might have, you are able to impart that to others. That's a grace God will give you. Well, so if if God said, let us make man in our image, that means the original man is a spirit. So you are a spiritual being. But he also said, after our likeness. Now, folks say, man, you act like you God. You think you God or something. Well, God said that you are made out of His likeness. You you should rather act like God or think like like God than act or think like the devil. Uh, Psalms 82 and 6 said, "Know ye not that ye are gods?" Other words, you are made in the image and likeness of God, and you are an ambassador of Christ, and you were sent here to have dominion. You were sent here to dominate. So, what after God's likeness? How? does God effect the change in things? He speak it into existence. He is creative. Somebody say this, say I have creative ability on the inside of me. Say it this way. Say I have God's creative ability on the inside of me. Say this, say I am made in the image and the likeness of God. I am just like God. See, you are God's very own child and he's your very own Father, See, when you got born again, when you confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, he made you his child. You are literally his spiritual child. And you are made in his image and likeness. And when you understand this, you need to act like him. That means when you have a problem, you need to declare like him. When you have a sickness, you need to declare of your body that by the stripes of the Lord Jesus, I'm healed. That those facts are changing to to the realness, to a reality. The, The words of God in my mouth is causing the sickness to leave my body in the name of Jesus. Because you have God's creative ability on the inside of you by using the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, you are in Christ. Hallelujah. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I'm out of time. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Be blessed. Hello brothers and sisters, I'm glad to be with you on this Tuesday, we're talking about dominion. Oh Father, I love you Lord, cause me Lord Jesus to present the gospel Lord, present your words with simplicity Lord, Lord to draw Lord Jesus, men and women from all walks of life, to bring the humanity Lord Jesus and and the realness of you Lord Jesus into their hearing Lord. To cause them to have understanding, Father, move mightily, Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory to God! I love you, Lord Jesus, and I appreciate you. Glory to God. Well, brothers and sisters, you was created in God's image and likeness, and you were created to have dominion on the earth, and the children of the devil they seem to understand their, their dominion. What I mean by that you got one place Jesus told his disciples. He said the Gentiles and when you hear the word Gentiles just you know refer to that as people who are not born again that you could pretty much say it that way. people who are not born again because at that time salvation was of the Jews and if you wasn't born again, You was a Gentile because the salvation was only to the Jews. Well, in today's vernacular, when you hear that word Gentile, it just means people who hadn't accepted Jesus Christ as as their Lord and Savior. Because when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're baptized into another kingdom. Now, I live in the United States, but my true kingdom is the kingdom of heaven. The United States is second. Now, I prefer the United States because... As a whole, this nation allow you to worship God as a Christian. Many nations don't allow you to worship God as a Christian. If the United States stop doing that, then the favor of God will fall off of this country. You understand? So what makes this country special is that in the United States, we freely allow men and women to worship God in the name of Jesus as a Christian. They don't allow that in other countries now. You will probably be shocked to find out. I'm on Instagram and all that. I got friends from Pakistan who uh, often send me uh, messages. One of them wanted me to minister. Say it was going to be in a city of about 120,000. They was going to translate. So through social media, the gospel is going all over the world. One place God said this gospel must be preached in all the nations. So I was shocked to find out that God has begun to reach into the Muslim countries more than you believe they have, or he have. Yes. And so I encourage you, brothers and sisters, make you three or four-minute TikTok uh, TikTok videos uh, preaching the gospel. Uh, Make you 10-minute, 15-minute videos, five minutes on Instagram and Facebook just talking about God. It don't have to be formal. Just get on there and say, yeah, man, I want to holler at y'all a little bit just... Be informal. Be informal. I'm going to tell you why. The people of the world is looking for people that's real, not people with, my God, I say unto thee with a religious voice. They're looking for people that's human, people that's common. They want to hear you because people have problems, man. You see what I'm saying? They don't want all that religion. So what I'm getting at is, I said all that to say this. The devil is masterful in dominating because he said, Jesus said in the scriptures, he said that the Gentiles exercise dominion over each other, but it won't be so with the Christians. It won't be so with you. This is what Jesus was telling his disciples. He said, let him that is greatest among you become a servant. Now, why am I saying these things? I noticed in the world, you know, a person, I done seen it even on my job. A lot of most people motivation, if they want to move, get in, be in charge is to dominate people. And that's why I never wanted to be in charge because I didn't want to dominate people. But that's not totally right. Neither. See, I should have got in charge so I could bring a uh, peace to the people kind of like Moses. Moses didn't want to be in charge neither. That's who needed to be in charge because the person that's not looking to dominate people will not dominate people. Of course, some people start out that way. When they get power, they change. Beware of that also. But God is not putting you in charge of people to dominate them, to rule over them like Pharaoh or like King Herod. God wants men and women to to rise to the occasion so they can release God's system on the people. See, when you have a a Christian person running your organization or running your job, they're going to release God's words over the employees. They're going to bless the employees. They're going to be a blessing. They're not going to be a curse. See, when Lot was in trouble, which is Abraham's nephew, Abraham went and got his nephew out of trouble. See, his, his covering, because he was a friend of God, it caused Lot to be under God's grace because of Abraham. See, when Lot got in trouble, the Bible said, God, remember Abraham. See, if you're the head of the country or the head of the state or the head of the city or the head of your company or organization or your home, certain things won't happen to other people that's around you Because God will remember you, even if they are acting crazy. So let's go back to Genesis, the first chapter, and let's start at the 26th verse. It says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. That's why we catch fish. That's why they can train dolphins. Man, they can train dolphins and everything. You you, you find out, man, God has given man the intelligence to dominate because that's, that's his ability. It's, it's in your ability. It's in your makeup. You have creative ability and leadership and rulership on the inside of you. And most of us hadn't tapped into it. So God said this, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle. And over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Now that's all men, whether they're good or evil. So if if it's more evil people exercising their dominion, they're going to win. See, but it only takes a few of God people. It takes a lot of evil people, but only a few of God people. And God gave those examples in the, in the Old Testament. So if you ever thought... Well, man, I'm out, outnumbered. You see, it don't take a lot of us to dominate, it only take a few. It takes a lot of lot of people. That's why the media works overtime to make people accept things that are demonic. And it's work is working on a lot of Christians, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid, because Christians, a lot of Christians go along with whatever the world go along with. We don't have enough people that understand that the Bible don't change. That God's ways don't change. It don't matter if it's 12 of y'all in a room and 10 of them disagree with you. The word of God is still right. So he told us that we have dominion. And then at verse 27, so God created man in his own image. In other words, he created his spirit being in Genesis 1. God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. So God created the spirit man first and he, he created the natural man in Genesis two. Now I'm going to get into that, but why, why am i saying this? What's so important about knowing that you were created in the spirit realm first? Well, the, God teaches that his words are spirit. See, Jesus said that the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Now watch this. In when you get in the flesh, The words that can come from people, from parents, from anybody, the words that they speak, they could be deaf. That's why you have to look in the perfect law of liberty. That's why you have to look in the word of God to see what the word of God says about you. Who the word of God says you are. In the words of God, it dominates. It has dominion over the words of Satan if you will release the words of God. You need to rewind this whole last minute. Let me say that again. The words of God will dominate or have dominion over the words of Satan if you release the word of God. For instance, by his stripes you are heal. My God provide all my money according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus and many other sayings. Got a lot to say, but I'd have ran out of time. Be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm glad to be with you one more time. We're talking about dominion. Hallelujah. Grace and peace be multiplied upon you in the name of the Lord Jesus. May God's peace overtake you. May God's grace overtake you. May the word of God dwell and operate within you richly. And may you continue to remember. May the Holy Spirit bring it to your remembrance that it is God who is at work within you, both the will and to do of his good pleasure. May God bring it to your remembrance that greater is he that is in you than sickness, than poverty, than spiritual death, than witchcraft. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you than the prince of the power of the air. The great one is literally living on the inside of you in the form of the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ is in you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. That is the mystery that was held before the foundation of the world and was revealed in the writings of Paul. Christ, the spirit of Jesus Christ on the inside of you, and it's called the Holy Ghost. He is called the Holy Ghost. Christ is in you, the hope of glory. God himself is on the inside of you. In Jesus Christ was the fullness of the Godhead in bodily form. And that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, it dwells in you. It is a quickening spirit. The word quickening means to make alive. The first Adam was a living soul. I'm going to show you that. But the second Adam, and Paul wrote this in the 15th chapter of 1 Corinthians, if you want to read it. I charge you to go read it. The first Adam was a living soul. But the second Adam, the Lord Jesus Christ, is a quickening spirit. He makes you alive. See, the first Adam got under the curse because he disobeyed God and he lost his dominion and sold it out to Satan. But the second Adam, Jesus Christ restored our dominion. So the curses that were released, even on the first Adam is is not applicable today. So you could go, you can literally go and read what that curse was. You know, uh, that the woman had to bring forth sorrow and pain. She's not under that curse anymore. When she when she realizes she's not cursed, be the ground for the man say the ground is not cursed anymore. When he realizes not, see is see you could be living under the curse even though you're not under the curse. I don't hear people say I ain't under the curse. You're right, but you still have to confess and appropriate the blessing. You don't believe that. Okay, the Bible say, uh, uh, by his stripes you're healed. Don't you know people who sick, who Christians? Don't you know people die from cancer who are Christians? Now, this is not to throw stones at them. What I'm saying is, the Bible is still true. That person who died of cancer was still healed by the stripes of Jesus, even though they died of cancer. But God fixed this thing where we have to study to show our self-approval. We have to diligently seek the Lord. It is our responsibility to to learn about faith, to learn how to release our faith, to learn how to operate in faith. It's the minister's job to keep on teaching until the people catch the revelation. And that's the job, that's our job, is to diligently seek the Lord, for he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Our job is to pray fast and seek the Lord. That's something we got to do. You're not saved by works, but your confession and and your discipline and things of that sort is how you release what God has already given you. You're not working for salvation. You're not working for healing. You're not working for anything. You're not even fasting for it. You know, when you fast, the only thing it does is it humbles your flesh and makes you hear the spirit of God and believe the spirit of God. That's all it does. You're not healed because you're fasting. You're not receiving gifts of the Spirit because you're fasting. You what is what it's doing is, you're putting your body under subjection to the Spirit, and it's causing you to believe the Lord better. It's causing you to operate in a higher level of faith. That's all. That's why you do it. If if you got strongholds that you can't break, you just mix it with fasting. Now a lot of stuff you will get by regular prayer. But certain things, you said, man, I, I, I'm just tired of this. Start missing a couple meals, you, you'll, see that, you'll see a breakthrough. Talks about that in Isaiah 58. I have seen a lot of breakthroughs come that way. And I got a lot of things with that fast. So it's it's not a religious order. I don't want any of y'all think I'm trying to put you under religion. So what I'm saying is, even though we're not under curses, even though we're healed by the stripes of Jesus, even though... The Lord supplied all our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. It don't just fall in your lap because you say, well, I confess Jesus as Lord. You got to, when the devil comes and attack you, you got to uh, start attacking him with the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The word of God is your attack mechanism. The word of God is your shield to quench all the fiery darts of of the wicked one. See what I'm saying? You have to Use your mouth to destroy the works of Satan. Hallelujah. I hope I'm making this thing clear. Genesis 1 and 27, it says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Now, the male and female was in one body at this point in time. And God blessed them when they was in the spirit form. See? See? He spoke these words over them when they was in the spirit form. Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit, they are are life. So you can know that you must speak a thing first into the atmosphere. You must speak the word of God because the word of God is a spirit. You're releasing the spirit of God when you declare God's word. When God's word said the people are healed, you declare that you are releasing that spirit of healing. It is right. What 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 either speeds it up or slows it down is the recipient. See, the recipient has to align with the word of God with their faith. See, it be slight unbelief in there sometimes. Now 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 people can build themselves up to a higher level of faith, where their faith is so powerful it'll it'll push through the other person's unbelief. But it's better when both people are operating at a higher level of faith. See, the words of God are spirit. You got to remember that. God is happening in the spirit realm before the natural. I'm going to show you that. Because God is declaring certain things right now spiritually over Adam and Eve when they was in one body. See, we are one with Christ. We are seated together with Christ. I am a bride of Christ. I'm married to Christ. I am. See, one place in Corinthians, Paul said, he that is joined to a harlot is one with a harlot. He was speaking a parable. Well, if you are one body, if you join to a heart, you're one body when you join to God. See, the Bible said they must leave father and mother, and those two shall become one. I have left my father and mother and have become one with the Lord. See what I'm saying? Or all, all one with my wife. All that stuff is parable. Paul said, I speak concerning Christ and the church. Well, you got to say what his words say, no matter what your body says. See, because your body came from the dust of the ground, but you have dominion over your body. Your body can't dominate you. So you tell your body, you're not going to eat today. He want to act a fool. He want to rise up. But you say, body, you get no comfort from me. You're going to be obedient to the spirit of God. If I say you're healed, you can stop acting sick. I feel good. I feel fine. Body, get in line. If your bank account don't want to cooperate, you say, now you listen to me, bank account. You speak to that bank account and you command money to multiply. Now listen, and God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. Subdue mean to bring under control. You got to bring everything under control with your words in the name of Jesus and have dominion over the fish of the sea. And over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree, in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed, to you it shall be for me. And so forth and so on. And at the end of it, he said, God saw everything, and he had made, and he said, It was good. Hallelujah. So man was created. To have dominion, I got a lot to say. You, 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 but well, I'm out of time. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the Glory to the Lord Jesus. I'm glad to be with you once again. Hallelujah. To teach about dominion. Glory to God. Father, cause them to understand this thing. Lord, that they may be a blessing and that they may be blessed. Bless them abundantly, Lord. I declare and I decree and I command Abraham's blessings upon every person that is hearing my words. And I speak over you that every disease is leaving your body now in the name of Jesus. I speak to your bank accounts and I release the double, multiplication, squared. Your bank accounts are being squared in the name of Jesus. They are being multiplied. They are being replenished. Because you have dominion. I bless you in the name of Jesus according to what is written in the scriptures. Hallelujah. So brothers and sisters, it is written, Lord, that the Lord told you to subdue the earth, to to have dominion. Now, most of the people who exercise dominion is Satan agents. You know, they don't dominate on the news media. They dominate in music. You know, they dominate in influence. See, pop culture, all of that is them exercising dominion in a particular sphere. Hallelujah. But we need more of God's people that are mainstream. We need God's people with cutoff genes that are influenced culture for righteousness. See, Satan loves beauty. He'll beautify people. And they so beautiful and pretty or they they use the athletic ability. And then he use, he want to recruit those kind of people because they have influence and they use their influence to spread a evil report. But God says, who reporter you're going to believe? See, I'm, I'm saying, let God's people be beautified. May, may the Lord beautify you with salvation. May the Lord renew your youth as the eagles. May your clothing and, and your and your haircuts and your hairstyles, may God bless you where you look beautiful and handsome, in the name of Jesus where people want to talk to you, and then when they talk to you, they hear the word of the Lord coming out of your mouth. May may some of you begin to to build yourself up athletically, or to lift weights and get muscles, not not to use your 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 beauty to to attract uh, for the purposes of fornication, but to attract for the purposes of spreading the gospel. God can have you beautified and he can have you release righteousness. How many understand where I'm going with this? See, you don't have to you don't have to look all homie and, and, and all crazy looking to be a Christian, to, 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 to be influential. Well, most of the time you're going to be influential when people like your appearance. I don't know why I'm going here. I want even, this one even in my heart to go here. But you don't have to be stuck up. You don't have to act like that. You need to to be cool. You need to be cool. You don't need to be all snobbish. Nobody want to hear you if you like that. They want to talk to somebody they can talk to. to, Let me get off of this. Let's go to Genesis, the second chapter, and at the seventh verse. It says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. That's the Genesis two Adam. But the Genesis one Adam, let's go back to the Genesis one Adam. Let's see what the Genesis one Adam is. Genesis one And 27, it says, so God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Now, the difference between the Genesis 1 Adam is that that was his spirit that God created first. And then in Genesis 2 Adam, God formed him. That's why your flesh has to be put upon the subjection. See, Paul said, I keep my body under because, see, your body, if you follow your body, you're going to be like, you're going to think you, you, you're you not going to stay well unless you got a mask on, unless you take a shot. I know some of you don't like me using that example, but I have to. I'm trying to emphasize a point. Your body will dominate you if you let it. It will try to tell you you need this and need that and got to have this to stay well. But the Spirit of God says, "By His stripes you're healed." See, and I and I'm not against medicine. I'm not against the mass. I'm not against vaccines. That ain't even my point. My point is, it's too many people that are body dominated. And see, I just want to show you by the Word of God. See, when you're dominated by your natural human mind, when your natural human mind had the preeminence, and your body had the preeminence instead of the Word of God. You can't operate in a proper amount of dominion. See, you can't work miracles with a lower level of faith. You can't see, it was a guy named John G. Lake. They had a they had a plague somewhere. And they told him, said, Man, you better suit up. He said, Oh no, nah, they don't bother me. He said, when the disease touched my body, it dies. And he proved it to him. He had them take that, that, that uh, disease that were killing millions put it on his body and look at it under a microscope and it died when it touched his body. Now, that's contrary to the body, to the flesh, and it's contrary to the mind. And some of you can hear that story and say, I don't believe that because you're dominated by your own reasoning. That's why Solomon said, lean not into your own understanding. You're dominated by your reasoning, by your body. You're dominated by your body and you're dominated by your mind. But God wants you to be dominated by the word. His word is the spirit. See, when you're dominated by your mind and your body, you can't operate in the spirit. So this this formed man. Genesis 2 and 7. It says, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed. See, then he breathed his spirit into him. The word spirit means breath, pneuma. See, God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. See, you inhale the good and exhale the bad. God breathed into his nostril the breath of life. God is a quickening spirit. God formed the man, but he breathed his spirit into this body. That's why, if you keep reading, it says in the end, man's gonna, after they sin, it says your body gonna return to dust. That's why you hear them at funerals, they say, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. It's, it's in the word. But your spirit gonna live forever. Well, what you're trying to do is you're trying to train your body to be in symphony with your spirit. You're trying to train your mind to be in symphony with your spirit. And when you get your mind and your body in symphony with the spirit of God, Oh, you're getting somewhere then. Then you're able to work miracles. Then you're able to operate prophetically and apostolically, because you got the. And the way you get it there, you say, well, how you get it out with confession?" There's no other way but daily confession to train your your body and your mind to build Christ into yourself, so that you can dominate. Hallelujah, and that's how it's, that's how it works. You got to train your body and your mind to operate under the anointing of the Spirit of God. So when God says things like give and it shall be given unto you, good measure pressed down, shaken together, running over, men it shall give to your bosom, well, your mind naturally questions that. See? A guy told me one time, he said, man, I make $2,000 every two weeks. Man, if if I give a a tent to the church, man, that's $200. See, that was his attitude about it because that was his mind. And that's normal. That's normal. But the Spirit of God said if you do it, God's going to multiply your money. That don't make sense, but it makes sense to God. See, it makes sense to your spirit, but not to your mind. When your body is wracking with pain and sickness or whatever, and God say, forgive your enemies, and then by his stripes, you're healed. Well, your your flesh say, well, I don't want to forgive my enemies. Your body say, well, I'm going to die, this and that. But the Spirit of God say, forgive your enemies, and by his stripes, you're healed. And when you do those two things, you, you are healed. But that's contrary to your body and to your mind. Got a lot to say. I'm out of time. Be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters. We're talking about dominion. We're talking about dominion. Father, increase the revelation and the understanding, Lord, of those that are hearing my voice. I pray that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened, Lord Jesus, and that they will begin to take authority, Lord, and to dominate, Lord, in the places that you have given them influence in the name of the Lord Jesus. Well, a lot of you know I've been talking about for a few weeks how you cannot let demonic things go on in your neighborhood on your jobs in your city states country wherever you feel that you have a prayer of influence you need to dominate that area now if you don't think you've got a strong enough influence to pray over the country start with your own house then graduate to your neighborhood you have more influence than you think I present it that way so you can be of faith. But I want to show you something in the book of Ezra, Ezra 6 and 14. You know, in the book of Ezra and Nehemiah, the children of Israel was carried captive. And when they got ready to go back to their land, God wanted them to rebuild things. And they was being um, troubled by the words of the demonic people. Satan was sending people to speak lies and Discomforting words to disencourage them from building the wall but what God did he sent prophets to to speak the word of the Lord and this is the way God chose to build a wall to to re-encourage his people to keep his people going forward he sent the prophetic annoying now I want to show you in the scripture Ezra 6 and 14 it says and the elders of the Jews build and they prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Adu. Are you listening to that? They prospered through the prophesying. How did they prosper? By words, by words, by releasing the word of the Lord. If you don't remember none else I say today, remember that they prospered through the prophesying, what a word! through the releasing of the word of the Lord. Well, you might say, well, brother King, I don't have a prophet. I don't know a prophet. Did you know that the word of God is a more sure word of prof- prophecy? Did you know that you can prosper through the prophesying of the written word? Did you know that one place Jesus used the written word as a word of prophecy? He told Satan it is written. So it says, and the elders of the Jews build it and they prospered the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Adu. and they built it and finished it according to the commandment of the of the God of Israel and according to the commandment of Cyrus and Darius and Artaxerxes, king of Persia. Another place in in the um, tenth chapter, or uh, the ninth chapter of Daniel, maybe the eighth chapter of Daniel. Daniel was able to align the children of Israel by knowing what the written prophecies of Jeremiah was. He took the the prophecies of Jeremiah and he knew they was only supposed to be in captivity for 70 years. And when those 70 years was up, he began to seek the Lord by praying, fasting. then he repented on behalf of the nation then he asked the Lord to do what was written. He said, Lord, you wrote that we were supposed to be punished. We was punished for these 70 years. These 70 years are up. Now do according to what is written and bring us out of this thing. And then God sent Gabriel. He sent the angel to Daniel. He sent angel messengers to begin to usher in the word of the Lord. So you need to know what the word of the Lord concerning your situation. When you begin to know what the word of the Lord Concerning your situation, is that's why God gave us the written word. You can begin to partner with what is written to get all the blessings of God. Proverbs 20 18 and at verse 20. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. And with the increase of his lips, shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. God is telling you that He was made; He has made you to dominate. He has told you to subdue the earth. He has given you the will and the authority to dominate, to bring heaven to earth, he has made you an ambassador of Christ. And he is reaffirming his words to you today. He reaffirms his word in the written word. He said in Matthew, the 12th chapter, that every idle word, men gonna give an account thereof about our words, you shall be justified. And by our words, you shall be condemned. God has fixed it in the word of God. That man can live, that man can dominate, that man can subdue and overcome anything, when he believe when he begin and believe and release the spirit of God. For the words that I speak unto you, says Jesus, they are spirit and they are life. So when a man begin to operate in the spirit realm, other words, releasing God's word, whether it be a rhema word glory hallelujah or it be the written word he will prosper you will prosper by the prophesying of yourself you will prosper by listening to the to the word of god and decreeing what is written when you become serious about decreeing what is written your prosperity will increase when you become serious by releasing what is written your health will return speedily. When you become serious by releasing what is written, you will see your neighborhood change. You will see your home change. You will see your city change. You will see your state change. You will see your country change. When when God began to raise up these Daniels, glory, hallelujah, who will begin to seek the Lord just like Daniel, to do just like Daniel, to operate just like Daniel to begin to seek the Lord with prayer, glory, hallelujah, and fastens and begin to declare the word of the Lord over their regions, the word of the Lord over their countries. You're going to begin to see the angels move in like never before. Hallelujah, you're going to begin to see victory come like never before. What God is looking for is a people who will take the word of God and believe the word of God and dominate and subdue the earth. And bring the demonic people Unto subjection to the spirit of God To bring the spirit realm The demons that are in the spirit under subjection To your rulership To your lordship Because you are made in the image And the likeness of God Know ye not that ye are gods You are made in the image and the likeness of God God has put his words in your mouth He has made you A sharp arrow He has made you A a, a warrior Just like Gideon He has given you the authority. He has given you the power to tread on serpents, to tread on scorpions, and to tread on all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by enemies hurt you. He has given you the authority to speak to to the strife in your marriage and to command that strife to go. He has given you the authority to to speak to that sickness in your loved one's body and command that sickness to go. He has given you authority to to prophesy into your children and to your spouses, to prophesy into your job place, to prophesy into your church. He has given you that authority. What he's saying is you have not exercised it. You got to open your mouth. You got to begin to decree. And you got to begin to believe that I told you that if you would decree it and that if you would dominate and if you if you would exercise, Exercises by opening your mouth, you shall have it. Hallelujah. Because things are changed first in the spirit realm. Hallelujah. Before they, was, before they change in the natural. One place in the book of Jeremiah, the first chapter, he told Jeremiah, before you was formed. How many know before you was formed, you was blessed in the spirit? Before you was formed. See, he told Jeremiah, before you was formed, I knew thee and sanctified thee. See, he said, I got a job for you to do. And I sanctified you before you was formed, and then I let you let your mom and daddy come together, and then you was formed in the womb. But then I am the one God was telling Jeremiah to breathe your spirit into that body. Now, when you get a certain age, you're gonna remember the conversations we had in heaven, and then when you come to remembering those conversations by either by spiritual revelation or by reading the Word of God. You have to remember that God has already blessed you. These are conversations written in the word of God as God has had with you in heaven. And what you got to do, you got to declare heaven into the earth. Heaven into your body, heaven into your finances. I got a lot to say, but I'm out of time. Be blessed.